the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show, and I'm so happy to be with you today. And those that, you know, they get up in the morning and they just try to get through the day, or you get up in the morning and you make it the best day and make it a great day. On my telephone voicemail, I say, make it a great day. I don't say have a great day because we have something to do with whether we have a great day or not. And it has to do with our attitude. So uh, what I'm going to talk about today is time heals and time reveals. And that's very interesting, isn't it? And my bookkeeper's sitting across, and I'm saying, that's what I'm going to talk about. And she goes, well, I don't know if I believe that. And I said, what do you mean? I said, give me an example where that's not true. I said, you know, when someone dies, we go through seven stages of grief and loss. But with time, I remember when my mother died, that I would go to pick up the phone because I used to talk to her like numerous times during the day. And I would pick up the phone and say, Mom, and she would always say, it's just a situation where, Susie, and I, even as much as I was like, oh, I don't want to hear that again, I would just give anything to hear that again, and I look forward to seeing her in heaven, and with time, I stopped picking up the phone or reaching for the phone, and, you know, times just help kind of heal it. It doesn't make it to where I'd I'm, I'm not wishing she was here with me still. It just the pain seems to be less. And being a Christian and understanding there is a heaven uh, gives me that hope that I will see my mom again. And for those of you out there that have lost loved ones, are you, are you believing that also? Because it does give hope, doesn't it? So getting back to my bookkeeper, she goes, well, what about if you have a situation with somebody and... She gave me an example, and I said, in that example, I would say that it wasn't a one-time thing. This is something that is like a wound that keeps getting reopened. It's hard to heal, you know, your wound. If you keep breaking it open and you keep breaking it open, it's not going to have an easy time to get a scab and to do its normal healing process, is it? So just looking at it from that point of view is, The same is true where our heart is concerned and where our emotions are concerned is if that wound keeps getting torn open, if somebody keeps uh, abusing us or verbally attacking us and we feel like we're on the defense all the time, it's going to be very difficult to have time heal that wound because the wound doesn't have time to heal. Does that make sense? I think it does. But in talking to this one employee with a tough love that I had to talk to yesterday about, he's had a lot of loss and his marriage is not doing well. And he's actually had a thought process of, is it worth staying on this earth? Is it worth living here one more day? 
And of course it is because we don't know what tomorrow brings. And as bad as things are, I can remember things where I felt like, oh, wow, this is just, oh, I just don't even want to wake up. I don't want to open my eyes. I don't want to get, I, I just need to go to sleep, not wake up maybe. And then I wake up and it's a new day. And then that new day brought new things. And I'm so thankful that I woke up and that I have another day. And where there is breath, there is hope. And there are are times when the breath is gone and then the hope is gone and then that's it. That's it. And we just still have so much more to do on this earth. So as I was driving in here and I was explaining to her and then I was talking to my Heavenly Father as I'm driving, he revealed to me that, you know, Sue, in all the times where you've got your healing, it was time. But I also had a part to play in that. And then I realized that that's true. So it's not that time heals, but God heals. And God uses time. But also God uses the revealing of things to help us be better. You know, you know, film is developed in the dark. And I think there's more to that saying than that. But it's true that um, film can't be developed in the light. It has to be developed in the dark. And so sometimes our darkest hour, most of the time I, when I look back, most of the time where I had my biggest aha moments or I had my biggest lessons, it was in those dark times, in those times when it was just so tough and I wasn't sure what was going to happen next. And I put my faith in the Lord and I just knew he had me. And I just, I don't even know how I could have endured what I've endured without knowing that I had my Heavenly Father right with me. And, you know, there were many, many, many times, let me just tell you, where I would scream out and say, I don't feel you. I don't sense you. Are you really there, God? Are you really there? And I didn't have an audible voice, and I didn't have a physical hand go on my shoulder and say, yes, Susie, I'm right here. But I felt his presence, and then something would happen that would make me aware that he was, or he did have me. A simple thing like the number 143 came up on the clock, which is a text symbol for I love you. And if you don't understand that, and my family all knows this now, is that the one is I and the four is love because there's four letters in love and you has three letters. So 143 means I love you. And sometimes in, the, in my time when I'm in need, all of a sudden I look over and I see 143 on the time. And yeah, of course, it came there. But it was just the timing of me looking to the clock because I really don't look at the clock that often. But when I do and it has 143, it's just God's way of saying, I'm there, babe. I've got you. I love you and I want you to do my will. Same thing with the number 17 and 7. Those are numbers that somehow just talk to me. And some of you know that when I went to Israel and I got baptized again in the Jordan River, there was a white butterfly that flew. And I hadn't seen a butterfly on my whole entire trip. The whole entire trip of being in Israel, I never saw the butterfly until I was getting ready to get in the water. Very spiritual time, a very refreshing, renewing, rebirthing time for me. And all of a sudden, here comes this white butterfly out of nowhere. And he fluttered across me and then he fluttered across again. And it was white, white as pure as snow. It's forgiveness. It's it's washing us with the blood of Jesus as clean as white snow. 
And that butterfly symbolized that for me. And it was God's way of talking to me and me being aware that he was there. And, you know, some of you might not even realize that God is talking to you. And he uses things like that. But you have to be aware of them. You have to be looking and pray about it. If you're tuning in right now, I just thank you so much that you're joining in with me today. And this is the Sue Freeze Show. My son makes fun of me when I say Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. He always laughs about that. But I want you to go there to my website because I've spent a lot of time, a lot of money, and I have others working on it too, where I have nine years of podcasts, which is just, I can't even believe that. Nine years. Where did that time go? I have nine years of podcasts. I have videos. I talk about all types of different things. And I also have something free for you. And this is definitely worth getting. You go there and you click on a button that says, I am. And I would ask you this. I have a podcast on it. Do you know who you are? Really? Do you know who you are? The authentic you, not the one that you pretend to be, because some of you have this mask on and you pretend that you've got it all together when, you know what, we all fall short of the glory of God. And we all have sin nature and we all have issues and emotions and fears and concerns. We all do. And that's okay. Isn't that refreshing to know that that's okay? I think it's refreshing that that's okay. I want you to go there and I want you to download the three pages of I am's. They're free for you. They're affirmations. In the Bible, in Romans, it talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you do that? How do you change how you think? How do you change your belief system? By the renewing of your mind, what you self-talk, what you say to yourself. Who do you believe you are? And is it who you want to be? And guess what? The good news is you don't have to be who you are today. You can change. We all can change, and that's a wonderful thing. So it is a new year. It's a new beginning. It is the first day of the rest of your life. And what are you going to do different this year? What What are your goals? What do you want to have happen this year? I just had a company meeting, and my company meeting is a two-day annual meeting where I bring everybody from everywhere for E.C.O.L.A. to one location, and we have meals together, and we have speakers come in, and we get CEU, which is continued education points so that they can keep their licenses that we help them get. And we talk about our budgets. We talk about stewardship. We talk about having a servant's heart. We talk about being there for one another and being there for our customers and the best customer service and all the things that we need to do in order for our company to stand out and be the best company out there. Because my goal is for Ecola to always be above the rest. I mean, why not? If you're going to do something, do it all the way. If you're going to do something, give it your best all the time. Why not? We only have this one life to live. Let's make it the best life we can. Can we do that? Rick Warren, those of you that know who he is, he is someone that I like to follow because his wisdom is godly wisdom, and it's amazing. So be wise, look ahead, and face reality. Are you facing reality? Are you really looking in the mirror and seeing the person that you are today and asking yourself, God, reveal to me, search me and know me, O God, Psalm 139. And if there's any evil way, pluck it out, reveal it to me so that I can be better. That's my number one um, scripture. And that's going to somehow be somewhere when I die. I'm going to make sure that that's on somewhere. Anyway, so the wise man looks ahead, the fool attempts to fool himself and won't face facts. 
Is that you? Are you the fool or are you the wise person who is looking ahead and making the changes that need to be made? Can we be authentic today? Can we just really be real? Can we? And is there anyone that you have that you uh, would call a friend that you care for and that you know cares for you that you can talk to about these vulnerable places in your life? These authentic places where you can actually be really, really real. Most of us have a protective layer, right? Because we've been hurt. We've been hurt. And maybe we've trusted the wrong people. I have. There's been times where I've trusted the wrong people. And that's painful when it comes back and stabs you in the back. I've had that. Very close to me, I've had that. And that's not fun. So Proverbs 14, 8 I just read the scripture, and now it says many people in life start out well, but they end up progressing poorly because they don't plan for the pitfalls. But the Bible says the wise person looks ahead and faces reality. As we make plans for our future, we all face pitfalls, such as cultural distractions, voices of doubt, tempting shortcuts, and discouraging delays. Just look at Noah. He faced a variety of obstacles after God told him to build the ark, but he overcame them, and you can too. Now, this doesn't mean God will give you a goal as audacious as building an ark, but I pray he'll give you a big goal, even an audacious one for your next 10 years. Are you ready for it? Are you asking for it? Hold on to your hats if you are, because he'll give it to you. He gave me one. And I'm, I'm working through it, and it's definitely no, there's no way anybody would think that it was Sue Freeze that's doing what Sue Freeze is now involved in. It's just way too big for Sue. It is God all the way. And I'll talk about that later. The Bible says the wise man looks ahead. By looking ahead, we'll not only be prepared to spot the pitfalls when they come into our lives, we'll also be equipped to make plans to help us become the person God wants us to be. I don't know about you, but I want to be the person God wants me to be. Do you? Is that a decision you're making? That's the first step, right? Identifying that you're not. Identifying that you have some issues. We all do. And saying, okay, God, help me through this. He loves us anyway. He gives us grace and he loves us anyway. But in that love, he wants us to become what he purposed us to become. And we're the ones holding us back. It's not God. It's us. Ask God to help you establish goals for the next decade of your life. Then you'll be ready to move forward and learn how to handle the pitfalls that could potentially keep you from getting where God wants you to go. So I said earlier, time heals, time reveals. You understand what I'm saying there, right? Is that things become clear when things are revealed to us. And in the revealing stages, it can be very painful. It's kind of like that scab that we have to pull off and then it starts bleeding again and it has to heal. But sometimes we have to, you know, let's say a splinter, okay? You have to open it up and make the wound worse before it can heal. You have to get whatever's in there out. And that's kind of what this is all about, is looking for those things that are not really serving you and serving God well. I had that company meeting and there were a couple gentlemen that, that made some bad choices and I had to 
bring them face to face with me the morning of this meeting and just say, you are who you hang with. Be careful who you're hanging with. And the choices that you're making right now could mean you not having a career and not having a job with us. Is that what you want? Do you not want to be here? And they all looked me straight in the eyes and said, yes, we want to be here. Then there's some changes you need to make and some choices you need to make that are going to change the outcome of the behavior so that you will be a good fit for E.C.O.L.A. because not everybody is a good fit for E.C.O.L.A. We have a servant heart. We have steward hearts. And we want to do what's right all the time. So time heals everything. I think God heals. God heals and he uses time. And that was revealed to me on the drive in here. And it was like, you know, and I agree. It's God that heals. Our relationship with him can heal. And I, I could tell you story after story, and my podcasts have a little bit here and there, a little bit there. So um, if you listen to those podcasts or when you listen to those, it, it is very revealing on things that God has worked through with me. And I don't share my life and my pain and my um, just the things that I've been through for anyone to feel guilty or bad for me because I feel so privileged and so blessed that I've been through those things and that I'm in a place now where I can relate and I can be more sensitive and passionate and compassionate to those that uh, might be going through similar things. It's like I sense it and I feel it and and it's uh, amazing to me because when those things um, are revealed, I asked the Lord, how do I talk about that? How do I bring that up? There was a gentleman at my company meeting, and I was talking about the things that I've been through. And I didn't want to talk about that. I didn't think it was important that people knew where I came from. But God thought it was. And we had some uh, electronic breakdowns and some sound breakdowns. And why that happened, I don't know. But it opened the door to, all right, see, what's plan B? What are we going to do with this time that you spent so much money on? And what's going to bring the biggest return on these minutes that you're going to to use? And God revealed to me, let your employees talk. Let them come up front and talk about what it's like to work for E. and to work for you. And let them talk about the culture and let them talk about those things. And it was the most amazing time that we've ever had in the 18 years we've had this company meeting, it was so wonderful. And then the Lord said, you need to tell your employees, 75 of them, where you've been and what you've come through. Because there's people here that need hope and they need to understand that, you know, it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter what you've been through. And it really doesn't. What matters is where you are right now. And we don't need to beat ourselves up over anything in the past. The devil loves us to do that. You know that. The devil is real. But he loves us to beat ourselves up and to to have the self-talk that says you're unworthy to receive love. You're unworthy to receive a relationship that is loving and kind and wonderful. You know, you're unworthy. I was listening to that for a long time, a long, long time ago. And I don't listen to that anymore because you know what? God has told me otherwise. In those IMs that I suggested that you download and you read every day to renew your mind, he talks about who who you are, his who you are, not people on this earth, but who he says you are. And you know, if you're going to listen to a voice and you're going to listen to words, who do you want to listen to? I'll tell you what, 
There's no one I'd rather listen to than my Heavenly Father. He purposed me. He designed me. And he wants me to do good for him. Time Heals Everything by Yang Sherpa. Time teaches us to look into our past from a different perspective. The moment when something traumatic happens, we always feel like we are never going to get out of this horrible situation. Our conscience is paralyzed in this moment, unable to provide any healthy solution. Sometimes we just can't control overwhelming waves of negative emotions. For days, we can't eat, sleep, or think properly. I know some of you can relate. However, as time passes, we gradually understand that the show must go on. We have to pick ourselves up and keep going. We start looking at life through a more intelligent and practical perspective, and we realize that slowly that pain is starting to fade away. It is difficult to maintain the same intensity of emotions throughout life, regardless of what they are. We are humans, and our emotions, mentality, never stays at the same level. It's just not possible. Our emotions are constantly changing, depending on the situations and the environments we are exposed to. So it's pretty much impossible to keep that same intensity of emotions for any of those hard times everyone experiences in life. We can all remember a time where we cried for days and nights, but every day it got a little bit easier. My mantra is while times can be tough and everyone goes through different things, this can be universally said. Each day, everything gets easier and time heals everything. And I'm just going to add time and God heals everything. With that, I'm going to say that this tough love conversation I had with one of my employees is I told him, he's lost a lot of weight, he's not sleeping, he's crying a lot, and it's just, you know, sometimes he has that thought, is it worth even continuing on? And I said, yes, it is. You have children that are depending on you. So you have to think about your children. Every time you're feeling like life's not worth living, you think about your children. And secondly, you have a job to do, and you need to, con- you need to think about what you can do. Because we get so into this mode of I'm stuck or I can't do anything. It's like we have no power. Our power is stripped from us. And we have no control over a lot of the things that are happening. I know I've been there. I so know what you're talking about. And I so know what you're feeling. And I can tell you what God revealed to me was that I had to focus on what I could do something about. So what can I focus on? I can focus on me. I can focus on getting up in the morning and getting dressed. I can focus on eating good food, not bad food. I can, I can focus on eating at all and drinking a lot of water. I can focus on those things and be successful in those small things, which gives us a little bit of power back and it gives us a little strength to endure the next day, the next moment, because sometimes I know it's moment by moment. So what are you going through right now? What are you evaluating for yourself? Are there changes in your life you need to make so you can have a better 2019? I would bet there is for everyone out there. I would bet there is. We will be back with more of the Sue Freeze Show right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. 
I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother and Ecola cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. As a special tribute to all the wonderful moms, now through the end of May, we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. A little rain, a little sun, and a house made of wood. Your house. A termite's paradise. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the owner of E. Termite Services. And Sue, E. is California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, and chances are they've already moved in to your home. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising kids, thousands of hungry kids. Ugh! E. will get rid of those unwelcome house guests quickly by using effective and family-friendly methods like microwave, electric gun, and the E. heat process that kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tenning. I love that. Call us at 1-877-332-BUGS, 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $100 off. E. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Ask about Ecola's lifetime renewable warranty. 1-877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite and Pest Management Services. And if you would like to sponsor this show, I would love to talk to you. Listen, um, we are syndicated, all right? So we go from San Diego all the way up to San Luis Obispo and all over the world. But if you have a company and you want to try the radio, I would love for you to try the radio with the Sue Free Show. And then we can see what's happening, if it's going to work for you, and take baby steps. And then if it does, then you can go further and spend more money because it's going to work for you. But you don't want to spend a lot of money and you want to be a good steward with your money. So don't spend a lot. Let's test the waters. Can we do that? Test the waters with me. So get in contact with me. How do you do that? You go to Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. I need to make a jingle. Anyway, and when you do that, then um, we can talk about all the details. You know, advertising, I've been in advertising for 38 years. I don't even want to like to say that. But um, 38 years, I've been actually even longer than that. Let's say... 40 years. And uh, I can honestly say that I feel like I know and have learned a lot, but I'm still learning because we're always still learning. Otherwise, we won't be challenged. And I, I kind of like the challenge. So that being that, please get in contact with me. And um, Learning to Breathe is supposed to be one of the advertisements on there. And it's a book that I wrote when I had an accident. And I wrote the book because I couldn't do very much of anything else. So the Lord said, be still and know that I am God. And I had to sit and heal for a long time. I was in a wheelchair and then crutches, a walker. Walker was my friend. And then crutches. And then I started putting weight back on my leg. Um, And it was wonderful. And now I'm back and I'm doing everything that I really want to do. I mean, I don't take the risks uh, like snow skiing, which I really love doing too. But I'm just not willing to take that risk. I would rather be dancing than snow skiing. So I just save it for that. Anyway, so... 
uh, I want to read from Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. And what I always say is, you know, you know, God always shows up. He just does. For me, He always shows up and I recognize it. And one thing about it is I've been using this book for, I don't know, a number of years. And I don't open up the page until I'm sitting right here with you. Because I know the Lord's in control. And I know that what I'm talking about right now, there's going to be something in what I read to you for this date that's going to, you know, coincide with the message that the Lord revealed to me that I was supposed to talk about today. All right. So here we go. And you have your own judgment here. Okay. Strive to trust me in more and more areas of your life. Anything that tends to make you anxious is a growth opportunity. Instead of running away from these challenges, embrace them, eager to gain all the blessings. I have hidden in the difficulties. If you believe that I am sovereign over every aspect of your life, it is possible to trust me in all situations. Don't waste energy regretting the way things are or thinking about what might have been. Start at the present moment, accepting things exactly as they are. And search for my way in the midst of those circumstances. Okay, tell me, is that not like right on target with what we're talking about today? That's what's so amazing to me. It's like, thank you, God, for showing up again. Trust is like a staff you can lean on as you journey uphill with me. If you are trusting in me consistently, the staff will bear as much of your weight as needed. Lean on, trust, and be confident in me with all your heart and mind. And here's two scriptures that are shared on this page. But I am like an olive tree flourishing in the house of God. I trust in God's unfailing love forever and ever. That's Psalm 52, 8. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. This is one I lean on so much. And I even go a little bit before this about uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And then Proverbs 3, 5 is lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know recognize and acknowledge him and he will direct and make straight and plain your pass. I think it's supposed to be plan your pass. Anyway, so there you go. And, uh, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, body. Lean not on your own understanding. That is so good because we are not built to understand everything. God is all knowing. He knows so much more than we do. And maybe in heaven we'll understand more. Maybe. I don't know. Not there yet. But I will say that if we trust in anything, I'm going to trust in my Heavenly Father. Because he's revealed himself to me and I know he's real. And I know that I've not been able to go through the things that I've been through without knowing that he is there. So I'm so thankful for him. So thankful for him. And I'm so thankful for you. You know, the Lord put me on this radio show for a reason, and I always want to do his will, and I always want to be an encouragement to those that are out there. And that's so important to me because I had people that were there for me. God uses people, doesn't he, to encourage us when we are in a time of need. And I've, God has put many people in my path that have guided me and um talk to me when I needed to talk, listen to me when I needed to be listened to, and, you know, rebuked me when I needed to be rebuked, as painful as that is sometimes. But I needed accountability. I needed to be held to a higher standard. 
and uh, the Lord put people in my life to do just that. And maybe the Lord put me in your life right now for you to listen to this show, and maybe there's something that you will change, something that will trigger you to realize that maybe there's something different you need to do, maybe a mind-thinking process, a belief system. Please print the I Ams. Please print the I Ams. It's three pages. You push print. And then read those. Read them every day. It says, um, there's facts to prove, to back this up, but if you read it twice a day, you get twice the results of renewing your mind and transforming your mind. So read it and believe it and say, I am victorious. I am a child of God. I am white and clean as forgiven and white and clean as snow. And there's like three pages of I am's. And it's who you are in Christ. And we can believe what the devil wants us to believe or what people on this earth that really don't have our best interests at heart. We can believe them if we want to. It's your choice. It's your choice. Choose differently. Let's be bigger. Let's be better. Let's be better and, and quality for God. Seven things that make up a Christian heart. Do you know what makes up a Christian heart? Find out and learn how to build your heart. Do you want to do that? If not, I understand. But if you want to... Throughout life, every Christian will face difficult trials and tribulations that will cause them to question their face, who they are, and whether or not they're making the right choices. Unfortunately, there is no way of knowing what the future will bring. Each person must live their life to the fullest and with an open mind. Even though we don't have a how-to manual on life, Christians have the Bible which provides comfort and substance for the day-to-day. Having a Christian heart is crucial when walking with the Lord. Having a loving heart that's lined with understanding and the will to withstand anything will help you become a strong individual and a follower of Jesus Christ. Matthew 6.21 says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This verse is saying that you must have honesty within your heart. Be true to yourself and those around you, and you'll discover that your heart will guide you when you're feeling left astray or at bay from everything. That's near and dear to you. Always listen to your heart because it will help to cultivate your decisions between right and wrong. Proverbs 3, 5. I'm going to say it again because it's a wonderful verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. This verse is conveying the desperate need for faith within your heart. There will be challenging times that cause you to question your faith and your overall belief system. However, it's important to have faith within your heart. When you find yourself in doubt, look to your heart to guide you into the right direction. You know, we have our head, and our belief system is in our head. It's what we think about. It's what we say to ourselves. And then we have our heart, and our heart is the emotion part. It's the part that's like a gauge, like a fuel gauge in your tank. It says you're empty, and you have to go get something. You have to go get gas. You need to get filled up. And that's what your emotions do for you. We're not as mature adults and responsible Christians. We're not to respond on the emotions of what we're feeling. Church on Sunday, we were talking about authenticity and what it means. And the uh, pastor was talking about our emotions and how our emotions are there for a reason. And I've said this before, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I said that before on the radio. And it's so true. And now it's confirmed because my pastor said it. 
up there, you know, on the stage. But he said this. He just said that your emotions are there and you have to identify what you're feeling, okay? So sometimes we're, we're feeling something. Have you ever had a knee-jerk reaction where you something happened, you, you said something or you did something and you go, whoa, where did that come from? And you're really not sure what happened just then. You know, your emotions kind of got the best of you and you just kind of blurted out something or you just, you know, something happened. Well, we have to question that, okay? We have to say, okay, what was that all about? What was all that about? And then we have to say, okay, what am I feeling right now? What am I feeling right now? And we have to put a name on the emotion. What is the emotion that we're feeling? Sad, fearful, uh, happy, joyous. It's usually the, the negative ones. That, they're not really negative. They're ones that pull something out of you, the developing stages, right? Jealous. You know, what is it that you're feeling right now? And then the question is, is, well, what is causing that? What, what is the belief system inside your mind that's causing you to feel jealous right now? Are you feeling not confident? Are you feeling like there's something untruthful being done here and there's a trust issue? And how deep do we dig? We keep digging. You have to keep digging because you have to get to the root of what the situation is. And it starts with an emotion. It starts with a feeling. I'm feeling like this. My gut is telling me blah, blah, blah. My gut is saying something's going on here. This is good that uh, we're addressing this because I found out at a very young age that I felt like I always had to wear makeup. I always had to dress a certain way because I wanted to be um, welcomed. I wanted to be accepted. That's a real big one for most people is being accepted. And I went into a place of therapy and they said, no makeup for you, Sue. No makeup. And I went, oh, my gosh, this is so hard. But then they started saying, oh, you look so nice. You look so nice. And I felt like, ooh. And it was, it was very interesting, but it was something that early on I thought, you know, I need to have makeup on. I cannot go without makeup on. And my clothes, you know, just, just uh, a certain look. I had to be a certain way in order to feel acceptance. Is that somebody listening right now? Is that you? Is that you? If it is... I challenge you to do something different so you feel confident and comfortable in your own skin, that you feel confident and comfortable of who you are on the inside. Because really, it's who you are on the inside that really matters. And the I am's can help you realize that and realize who you are in Christ because you are beautifully and wonderfully made. And you have a specific purpose on this earth and it can help you in your darkest of times to get up and get at them. And it's really a wonderful thing to have that because otherwise you can get knocked, kicked, pushed down. And should I get up? Should I not get up? And the answer is yes, you need to get up. Wipe yourself off and get on with your day. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. It's important to be able to distinguish between what is right and wrong. Protect your heart from evil by not subjecting yourself to the negative that you may encounter. It's important to know what is good and bad for you. As tempting as it may be from time to time, guard yourself from the pain others try to bring forth. That is such good advice, right? Not everybody's in your corner. Not everybody wants you to succeed. As terrible and sad as that is, that is a truth. That not everybody wants you to be better than them. They don't want you to succeed because, oh my gosh, then they're going to have to look at themselves in the mirror and figure out what happened with them. So you stay clear 
Stay true to who you are because there's only one of you and you need to be you. Don't try to be someone else. Be you. Always be you, whoever that is. But you can always strive to be a better you. If you are you right now and you're unhappy about certain things, then just make a choice and ask the Lord to give you the courage or strength or uh, the wisdom to know how to change those things. And you know what? He's so faithful and he will do that. Be ready for it. Be careful what you ask. Be ready for it. <laughs> Romans twelve two says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Beyond everything, be yourself. Always strive to be the best version of yourself by being a genuine human being. Look for ways you can excel and take on those new challenges head on. It's important to look for ways to grow so that you can build a bigger and brighter future. And that bigger and brighter future is not just for you. It's all of those that you are leading. It's all of those that are watching you because you give them hope. You give them a future by you showing them what you were capable of doing. It's part of your story, you know, and you're on this journey and it's your life story. And God wants you to have a wonderful life story. He wants you to have an impactful story. Proverbs twenty three twenty six says, My son or my daughter, give me your heart and let your eyes delight in my ways. Always be willing to extend your mind and soul to the Lord through the practice of Christianity. Put your trust within the Lord and allow him to be your foundation. No matter how bright or dark things may seem, it's important to have a godly heart. Psalm 5110 says, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit with me. Have purity within your heart and never allow others to taint your wishes and beliefs. It's important to recognize what is good and what is bad. Do not allow yourself to fall into temptation. Deliver from evil. There are times when people will tempt you, and there's times when the devil will tempt you. And you need to understand just a little bit, a little bit. It's, it's, um, there's, a, there's a song called Fade, and it's, it's talking about that it's little bits at a time until you're so engulfed in things that are not healthy and wonderful for you. And it's a, it's a, a slow fade. So be on the alert. Put your full armor of God on. Be aware of what's happening around you. Make sure that you are hanging with the right crowd the people that have the same mindset or better mindset, you know, people that are where you want to go, you want to hang with those people and you want to be a good friend to those people. And the people that are not um, building you up, the people in your lives that are causing you to feel really a lot of pain unnecessarily, that are not healthy for you. My recommendation, as hard as this might sound and as hard as this might be, is to create a circle around you. And that circle is your invisible protector to say you're only going to let these people this close. And then these people over here have proven themselves to be trustworthy. They're safe. They're a safe place. You can be real with them and know that they're not going to turn around and stab you in the back with whatever you shared with them. I know what that feels like, and I have to tell you, it doesn't feel very good. It so doesn't. And we all need to belong. We all need to feel like we're accepted. 
and it's sad this day and age how gang members are into gangs because that's the only family they know. That's the only thing they know. And so they go into these things, and it's just not healthy. So choose your friends wisely. Get this invisible circle around you of protection. And, you know, you can be nice. You don't have to be mean. And maybe those people, when they see a change in you, you're going to help them change too. And wouldn't that be nice? But you don't have to live in that pool. You don't. You don't have to swim with those people. John fourteen twenty seven says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Therefore, each heart must have confidence. If you're a confident person, you'll find that living life is a lot easier because you have the will to move forward. Furthermore, that confidence can help others find the will within themselves to build a better life for themselves. So see, you're going to work on you. And the ripple effect is, is you work on you because really you only have the power to change you. You don't have the power to change anyone else. And so in that, focus on that. Focus on you. That's okay, you know. It's okay to have you time. And it's the best time, your time with God and you time are the best times that you can have for you. And goal setting, there are so many people in this world that I'm coming in contact with that don't know how to set goals. And how do you, how do you manage your life if you don't have goals? You need to have short-term goals and long-term goals. But ask yourself, where are your goals? I don't mean New Year's resolutions. I, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. I, I just put down things that I want to accomplish. I don't really put a time schedule on it. I just put them down there. And then those that I can work on today, I work on. Those that have to wait till tomorrow, they get worked on tomorrow. But I have, you know, book goals, ministry goals. Oh, I have to share with you this. So let me finish this, and then I'm going to tell you about the ministry if I have time. If you have these seven elements within your heart, you'll find that your life is much fuller, full of happiness, love, and the Lord. Everyone's heart has many other qualities and attributes that furnish their individuality, however, These seven elements are the core to a Christian heart. So I want to share with you the ministry house. For those of you that are new, God revealed to me a long time ago a God dream. And the God dream was a horse ranch, and it's the Hope Ranch. uh, And it's for less fortunate children, uh, mothers of domestic violence that have children. And it's a place for them to get back up on their feet and find a skill set, get taught a skill set so that they can provide for their families. So I've been doing a documentary from the very beginning of when I first saw on Redfin this property uh, and how God just helped this whole thing happen. And story after story after story, here's one for you I don't think I've shared yet, is that we have been working on this house, Stephen, Tyson, and myself, uh, for 18 months, actually, you know, maybe even a little longer than that now. And... During these weekends, we have, uh, you know, had a list a mile long of things that needed to get done. And uh, we have a contractor. His name is Dana, who's been such a hero as far as getting things done. So the newest one is, is we're getting close to the finish line. 
And uh, the water heater um, was old and it needed to be replaced. So then the question is, do I get a new water heater? How much is that going to cost? I had a home warranty and they were going to donate some money from the warranty towards a water heater. And the question was, do I get a water heater or I take this money and get a tankless? What's the difference? So I had to do some shopping and had to be good steward with the money. And I decided to do a tankless water heater. And uh, it was a good move. Anyway. So we moved the washer and dryer so we have a whole nether room so another mom and another child can move in. So that's another room. So that's awesome. More people to take care of and to help. So in the process, I like to garage sale because I've, I've uh, been getting furniture from garage sales for furnishing this home. Anyway, so I met this gentleman, and then months goes by, and he calls me, and he goes, you know, I've just been thinking, I can't get it out of your mind what you're doing, and I want to donate some money because I just came into a film thing that I didn't do, and so I'm going to send you some money. I gave him the address. He sent me a check. Well, I didn't tell him how much the tankless water, I didn't even tell him about the whole scenario. And the tankless heater guy, it was $4,000, and what do I get? A check in the mail, and guess how much it was? $4,000. The newest one, I don't even have time, but it has to do with fence. So next week, uh, stay tuned, and I'll tell you about the fence story. It's an amazing story. So I just appreciate you being on the show. I would love to hear from you. So go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word.com. Go there and tell me what's happening with you. If you need prayer, go there and, uh, you know, just tell me. Anyway, thank you so much for joining. God bless you. Until next week, be a blessing to someone. Bye. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.